0: This is episode number 917 with New York Times bestselling author, Dean Graziosi. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Nelson Mandela said, money won't create success, the freedom to make it will. And Tony Robbins said, you either master money or on some level, money masters you. This interview and episode could be one of the most powerful episodes of your life if you choose to learn the strategies to take your financial freedom to the next level. And this is all about the art of creating financial freedom. And if you don't know who Dean Graziosi is, he's a mega successful entrepreneur, marketer, success coach, business owner, real estate investor, and leading trainer throughout the world. He has also appeared daily on TV in America for nearly 15 years and is highly respected as an entrepreneur, multiple New York Times bestselling author, inspirational speaker, and his books have sold over 1 million copies. Now, why is this going to be powerful for you? Because Dean is so passionate about creating online education, especially for people who didn't do well in the traditional school system like myself. I was in the special needs classes pretty much my entire schooling years and just struggled. But somehow I was able to take my knowledge and build it into a successful business today. How did I do that? Me and Dean talk about that. Dean also talks about the biggest lessons he learned since turning 50 years young. He talks about self-doubt and how you can empower yourself to go after your dreams. We also talk about the idea behind Dean and Tony Robbins' mastermind and the power of financial freedom. Now, I want to share a quick story. I was in Fiji with Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins. They host this private exclusive mastermind from an online training they have called Knowledge Business Blueprint, and they brought me to Fiji, and I got to do some behind the scenes Q&A with both Tony and Dean and about 10 other extremely successful entrepreneurs building massive businesses, and the things I learned in those five hours uh, and five days that I spent with them was truly transformational from connecting and learning from Tony and Dean. They just have so much experience combined on all that they've learned about how to really build businesses. And in this episode, we're going to hear from Dean directly. But if you want to really learn how to take your expertise to the next level uh, and how to extract a skill or an expertise or a passion that you have and get a ton of people excited about it, to pay you for it. If you want to learn about why writing a book or creating a course or being a consultant is not the fastest way to making a massive impact and profits. And if you want to learn the secret that both Dean and Tony Robbins used when they first got started to launch their business before they were well-known experts around the world, then they are doing a free training for you that will teach you all of these exact things. I've been through this training and it's mind-blowing. This free information will literally blow your mind. If you go to greatnesslink.com, you can get that information. So just write that link down right now, greatnesslink.com. And make sure you sign up for that for free because they're going to teach you some amazing things about this. But this episode is going to blow you away. I'm super excited about you for, for diving in. Make sure you take notes on this. Make sure you share it with your friends because Dean is going to dive in deep. And share vulnerable, intimate things that he's never shared before. Right after this was done, he sat there with his wife and he said, wow, I've never shared these things. I think you're gonna get a lot of value out of this about the art of creating financial freedom and really letting go of that self-doubt that is holding you back from getting the profits and the impact that you truly want. So I am super excited about this. Again, make sure to tag me, at Lewis Howes, and Dean Graziosi over on social media, and the link to share with your friends is lewishouse.com/slash slash 917. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this episode with the one and only Dean Graziosi. weeks head to netsuite.com slash greatness netsuite.com slash greatness again head to netsuite.com slash greatness
1: welcome back to the school greatness podcast we got my good friend dean graziosi it's
2: good to be in the house man
1: super pumped for you
2: uh man i am so excited when we're done i gotta hear about your trip so we gotta trip was crazy
1: uh it's a new year new decade yeah you got a baby on the way i do you got an amazing life right now because uh, one because you got an amazing wife, you got an amazing baby on the way, but you're impacting so many people with the movement you guys are creating, I know. which is awesome. really cool. I think um, I think it's really cool when you meet someone who's learned, who's had a lot of experience in life. Uh, made so many mistakes, had a lot of success, failures over what 20, 30 years now of yeah, you doing over business. 30, yeah. And says, you know what, I want to take this information and simplify it and teach people how I did it. And I think that's like, it's inspiring to meet someone who's done it.
2: Yeah. And then it's
1: more inspiring when You meet Same someone here. who's done it and then tries to help others do it.
2: Well, for me, and, and the thing is, I mean, at this phase of my life, it's it's. I, I appreciate you saying that, brother, because... It's what saved my life like if I look at all I, I've been blessed I did well in real estate in my 20s started with no money That's really was my momentum and I, I've written multiple New York Times best-selling books and all this stuff and failed miserably in between But if I look back what really saved my life was learning from other people and at this like at this time Like how could I not want to give that back? It's what mm-hmm. changes the world, right? Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk about it today because it's such a part of who I am and what Tony Robbins and I are doing right now, but at the end of the day self-education is what saved all of us i mean this is what you give back to the world man i'm so proud of what you do and 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 to be to expose yourself to the world and bring on other people and deliver that value to people it's a it's a really noble thing i mean i don't know about you but i i do know a little bit because we (laughs) talked about it but in high school my guidance counselor i mean legit sat me down i wasn't taking my sats Mm -hmm. i knew i wasn't going to college and she looked at me and she was just like no, you're not. Are you sure? And I said, yeah. And so it went from no college, like that was going to be perfect. And I'm not saying college is bad for everybody, but like it was either, ah, heaven's open right. and the sunbeams come through. Right. And the angels sing, or she's like, oh, no college. Well, maybe you could work with your dad fixing cars. She knew my dad didn't make a lot of money or go uh, apply at the only factory in town for minimum wage. That was the two options she gave me. Right? Right. So how many people are there out there right now that if the regular path's not working, they think there's no other path, or go working at a gas station. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking if you work at a gas station. I'm just saying that's the way my supposed guidance counselor looked and what saved me was the third option that I didn't know existed until I knew was self-education, mm-hmm. learning from other people. I found a couple older people in my town. Right. I became friends with them. Great I saw mentors, that, yeah. Yeah, like they became mentors. And then I bought Tony Robbins' course and then Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle. And I started going down this path. and like, oh my God, and it, it changed my life. So I, I owe such a debt of gratitude to self-education. Yeah. So it's, it's a pleasure to give it back. And if you, didn't,
1: if you didn't have mentors and you didn't have books or places you could learn information, where do you think you'd be?
2: I, I'd still be working on cars. Oh. I mean, that's just a true story. And and here's the thing, what's cool now is what why the world has changed. So I'm not a gazillion years old, but being 51 right now, if I look back when I was in my 20s and wanted to do more. So I had dyslexia. 51? You look 40, man. What's that? You're yeah, 40. You look 40. I'll take that. <laughs> well, my life makes me look young, so that's, that's really good. Um, but in my 20s, I knew there was more. I was going after, I was a hustler. Mm-hmm. Hands down, I was a hustler. I was running away from a broke, painful, young, you know, uh, lifestyle. Uh, when I was young, I didn't like that lifestyle. I was running away from. It. So I was working hard, yeah. and when I wanted to find a mentor. There was no podcast, I couldn't mm-hmm. go listen to Lewis House. Right. No YouTube shows. There was no or... YouTube shows, there was no Instagram, there was no Facebook, and I had dyslexia really bad, so I hated reading. There was no audio books. Right. So back then it was like, if you don't find a mentor and you're not good at reading, there's no, you're screwed, you're screwed right? So yeah. I was lucky enough to watch an infomercial. That's, I mean, everybody asked me, why'd you go in the infomercial business 20 years ago? Because I watched an infomercial, Tony Robbins took my money, <laughs> he gave me information, it changed my life. I'm like, I wanna do that. Mm. So that's why I went in that business. So. If I wasn't lucky enough to be up late one night and watch Tony's infomercial, and then go down this path of like, holy crap, there's people out there that get good at something, and then they extract it and share it, Mm -hmm. like I cut them a check and they give me knowledge. Once I understood that you could pay for speed, Game changer for life. And then I got upset. Obs- I mean, you know, I'm obsessed on it. Masterminds yeah. are something I do on a regular basis. We own mastermind.com. We, right. We're teaching the world how to do masterminds and extract what they know because it's it's the biggest, it's the biggest needle mover there is.
1: It's funny you said that, uh, paying for speed, because in football, the, the saying is you can't teach speed.
0: Oh, and got it. You,
1: you'll find guys that run the 4-3 and the 40 but have horrible hands because you can teach them the other stuff. Got speed it. is a thing you can't teach in sports. You either kind of got it, you can get to a certain point, but it's hard to really get past that, uh, the next point. Yeah. But in business or in life, you can teach speed.
2: Yeah, it's, it's the ultimate unfair advantage. It's, yeah. like, it's this thing that lives out there and the people that know about it are the ones that are doing better and they're going faster and you don't know why. Right it's like two people on a restaurant across the street from each other one's killing it one's not guaranteed one's in masterminds or right. one's learning from somebody or one right. has a mentor or, a or one goes or to a live event or has a coach and the yeah. other one's trying to figure out through trial and error Yeah I mean if you look at if you look at what we have as options to learn to go faster whether that's you know you want to make more money to give it all away. You want to make more of an impact. You finally want to start that business you have or, or your business is doing okay, but you know there's that next level. Like you see the person next door, like they're doing it. There, there's a couple ways to get there. You go back to school, kind of the traditional path. And we could talk about that. That's, it's just an antiquated system. It's not working yeah. anymore. It's not delivering what people need. It did at one point, but it hasn't evolved. And people know that. That's why it's, there's a huge exodus from college right now. Right. Or we have trial and error you figure it out on your own and, you, and that can be the most costly time <clears throat> Super consuming costly. and th- besides timely and ti- uh, time consuming and costly the worst thing about trial and error is everybody has a threshold where they finally get to a point and give up and go back to what they knew mm-hmm. right it's like you're trying you're trying i'll pay the bills over here but i'm trying i'm trying the business is doing okay i'm trying it's like that's ah, not working i'll go back And and there's a certain point in life where people just try, try, try. And then they hit this flat spot and they coast forever. Like Mm -hmm. they don't die till they're hundred, but really at 37, they gave up and they weren't growing. Right. But what most people are missing is this whole other world of self-education, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is you want to do. You want to learn. My my wife is the number one hairstylist in Arizona for last eight years. You want to learn how to do extensions and have a, a, you know, make 10 times more than the average hairstylist. You could try to figure it out. You can go to cosmetology school and then go work for somebody. You could try, do it trial and error, or you could spend a weekend on my wife and make several hundred thousand dollars rather than the twenty eight thousand dollars that's the norm. Like right. just using that as an as an example, but it's every niche that exists on the world in the world. If you're starting off at day one, there's somebody out there that's got five years, ten years, mm-hmm. twenty years, and if you can extract what they know, yeah. decades into days, kind of Tony Robbins always says that you get to start off where they left off.
1: So I'm curious, you're 51 years yeah. young now, Yeah. you've been through uh, lots of different business growth, mm-hmm. failures, successes, different things. You've had lots of money, you've lost some money, you've made more money, you are married, divorced, yeah. new marriage, you have kids from a previous marriage, you've got kids kid coming in a new marriage. Yeah. What's the greatest lesson you've learned in the last, uh, since you turned 50, about intimate relationships that have applied towards business relationships?
2: Yeah, great, great, great question. And uh, and I have no, especially because of our relationship, I have no problem sharing this. <laughs> I know, I know um, you definitely yeah, want to talk about yeah, this. Yeah. But. No, but it, it's a it's a really good question because, uh, again, not to go back to Tony, but he, he's my dear friend. And, and when I was 48, he said to me something that no one ever asked. He said, who are you going to become in your 50s? Because mm. everybody else talks about what you're going to accomplish. And he said that, and it kind of sticks in my head. And you know, who I've become that, that in a relationship, that's related to business, um, empathy is probably the biggest word. Compassion, and there's a time where I wasn't sure. Like I think empathy or, or, or compassion could seem like weakness, mm-hmm. right? And what I realize now that I, I know this sounds crazy, but uh, maybe to some people, not to most special people, listen to you, but love's the answer to everything. Yeah. It really is like when you love your business, when you love your employees, when you love the impact you're making on people, when you love your wife, when you love your kids, it's an easy word to throw out there. But when you truly understand it on the other side of all the craziness that we've tried to figure out what love is, it changes the game. Yeah. Now listen. I want to, I'm going to back up here <laughs> is because you threw me for a loop and I want to give it, yeah, if gonna, listen, if people are going to spend time with us today, there's a million podcasts they can be listening yeah. to. They're listening to you. I want this to be one that, like, Holy crap. I'm so glad I listened to Lewis and Dean, but I, I want to break down something. This is might be a little different than your question, but the difference between men and women mm. and why I think you asked me this question. someone down this road. Uh, <laughs> why I think 2020 is the start and the year of the woman entrepreneur of the Mm. woman's success. And this is what I learned from my wife. So it'll tie back to your question. Mm -hmm. And I say that because, and I might not be politically correct and I'm not perfect. You know, if I say this wrong, I apologize. But the balance between women's opportunities and men's wasn't always where it should be. Let's just face it, right? It was stacked in our favor. But I think we're getting closer. Maybe it needs a lot more evolution, but I think it's closer. We can both agree it's closer now than ever before in history, right? And I think, Women finally, it's not that they don't need permission. I think it's a time where women who have more empathy, just born with it, more compassion, mm-hmm. and I think more instinct than men. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know about you, but if you're listening right now, ask your husband or you have your wife or your grandmother or your mother or your sister. Has there ever been a time you brought somebody around and your wife or girlfriend My said girlfriend to you this way said, said, all and the said, time. I don't think he's a good guy, don't do business. She, she says this to me all the time. And you're like, no, 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 he's good. And what happens six months later? Like, you hey babes, that that guy wasn't right. so good. You're, You're right. right. Their instinct is yeah. unbelievable. Their empathy and compassion is unbelievable, right? So and this ties back to the guys too. But if you think about that, for those years, a lot of times that was used in relationships. It was used for their children. Now it's being used for the world mm-hmm. and simultaneously we're in a place in society where we're so done with the get rich overnight, get skinny overnight, fall in love overnight, intimacy in two seconds, yeah. read this book. Like we want real so bad. So I think we're at this point where the playing field is more level mm-hmm. and the innate abilities of that women have is what the world is craving. That's why even in our, the program Tony and I have, it's more women than men crushing wow, it. Wow, really? Because, yeah, we're about 57% women wow. just destroying it. Like making such an impact on the world because they tend to be more just real and genuine. Where a lot of times with guys, we're aggressive. We go in, we start selling before we kind of know we want to. We want to make a change before we really understand it. So, with that said, being in a relationship where I, you know, I made mistakes in the past in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But my relationship ended. I'll take just as much responsibility as my ex, and I needed to grow. But when I ended that relationship, instead of thinking, I need to, I need to find a better woman, someone who, you know, fits me and. I, <clears throat> I, I was lucky enough to see that I needed to become a better man. Wow. And I worked a lot on myself. And when I decided, and I wrote down on a piece of paper, the only relationship I would accept, I found my wife. Mm. And we're three years in. It's the best relationship my life. We fall more, fall more in love every day. But you asked me that question. Um, going through the pain of a divorce, which was Mostly painful because of my kids. My ex and I knew our relationship was done years ago, but I went through a divorce in my childhood. My parents went through a bunch of divorces. Um, So I didn't want to put that on them. But going through that pain was actually the greatest thing because on the other side, just if you're starting a business, in a relationship, trying to lose weight, like the pain of going through it made me realize I had to become better Mm. and I was able to attract the greatest love of my life. And then now that I look at her with this love and admiration and I respect her Mm. so much, that when I see her empathy, when I see her instinct, I trust it on a level I never did before. Mm. Then I take those lessons, I push them back out to the world, I put them in my courses, I share it on my podcast, and all of a sudden people are like, "I don't know about this new <laughs> version of you, Dean, but I love yeah. it. I see it in you." Yeah, of course. Right? Everybody's like this new version of you, and it's 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 not just love. I love love is amazing, but it's love and respecting what I see in her, Respect and when I give everything. it to the world, yeah. I see everything lift. Right?
1: Now here's a question, then. Yeah. Um, so, you're four years in the marriage relationship? Yeah. Almost six months in the marriage, I think roughly. Mm-hmm. Four years in. So, how do you, you know, in business, sometimes we can get excited about an idea and we build it up for a year or two. We're promoted like crazy. And then we're like, okay, we've done this. We're on to the next idea. Let's launch yeah. something new. Let's create this. Totally Let's it. do this. Let's get a new business plan, right? Yeah. We're off to the next thing sometimes. And that happens in relationships too. We get excited, we fall in love, there's yep. this emotion, a year, two, three, okay, now I wanna try something new. I saying everyone, but you seem to figure out a point where like you fall in love more and more every day, or yeah. have more and more respect every day. What's the keys to deepening your relationship in a, a intimate relationship, long-term relationship, marriage, and, and falling more in love with the person, or the relationship, that you can also translate into business as well yeah, like really, how do you do in your relationship yeah. in your marriage now
2: so i would say because it didn't be work before right. and now yeah. it's just so you said a couple years in looking for yeah. the next business yeah. that's how i felt in last relationships just yeah. i'll yeah, be transparent yeah. and say that to you and it's the complete opposite now um because i had enough of that pain to realize that doesn't lead anywhere so that's probably time on this earth to realize that there's never a time where I said, oh, this is so great. It's like you look back and like, that was just dumb. It was a dumb decision. Like I was always searching for say the perfect business when I needed to be the perfect business owner, Mm. right? So if you're dabbling and saying, oh, should I work on Shopify? Should I launch a, should I write a book? Should I create a course? Should I do masterminds? Sometimes we're looking for the outside thing to make it great when really it's us.
1: Yeah.
0: too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award winning app, State Farm, lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: And so I think that's time on this earth, and I know I had to uh, go deep inside. The second thing, just like a business, is burn the boats. Like, yeah. I never burned the boat. I always left one boat in the harbor. Yeah. You know what a I mean? A few boats yeah. here <laughs> You know, with the engine running, yeah. right? This relationship is so magical to me. Uh-huh. And let me back up. When I said this is what I must have in a relationship and this is what I can't accept in a relationship and I found that, mm. and I found this connection, I found this love, I burned the boats. And I also did, um, I think they use this in, in like a 12-step program, but I did like fantasy contamination. Like, the way I love this woman, I say this because she's here in the room with us right now, um, there's nothing I can compare that would want me to compromise that love. When she walks in a room, the only man she looks at is me. Mm. I screw that up once. She might still be with me. What if she didn't look at me that way? What if wow. she didn't love me on that level? So I think through, okay, what if I even just flirted with this girl? What if I just text back to a girl that hit me up just to say hi? I'm like, what if she saw that? And then the next time she looked at me, it just didn't have that luster. So oh. I think of that and I contaminate all of it and I burn the boats and there's zero options. Wow, what do you call it, fantasy contamination? Fantasy contamination. I heard it someplace so I'm just right. going with it. Right, right. But I do because, and none of them have ever would be more rewarding than this. So burn the boats, first of all, you know, make sure you're in the right relationship. Burn the boats, stay in your swimming lane. And proximity, that's a great one. Uh, that was great advice I got from somebody is proximity. Yeah. Like I used to travel all the time, do events, thousands of people and always be alone. Always, always, always. And the truth is, not that I have any temptation, but I don't want to be alone. I want to grow with my woman. So there's everything I do. And I mean, she's sitting with me now. If I'm on stage, there's eight thousand we just did an event with 8,000 women, Rachel Hollis's right, event. Right, right. I got the audience going crazy, cheering, clapping. They're waiting in line to do it. When I look over, I'm at my wife right there. And I'm like, that's my woman. Mm. That's my everything. And when I'm on stage, when I'm on a podcast, I am not, before in previous relationships, I barely talked about my relationships.
1: Right, I don't think I ever heard
2: you talk. No, about I never did. There's not a time i'm on stage i'm out in public and and here's this crazy thing and you know this with your business and yeah. take it back for your business the more you talk about something with excitement more, with, exci- with love. you don't just anchor it into the world you anchor it into yourself yeah so with my team uh, my my office you know we have 70 people on my team every day Every day, Lewis, I talk about how we're changing lives. Mm. We're making self-education the new norm. It's our responsibility to create an alternative to the education system. Our clients aren't leads. They're not they are not. Some of you just sell. These are human beings and they're putting their faith in us to help change your life. This is a responsibility. Yeah. We get to change lives for a living. I say it so much <laughs> that I know when people first start working, they're like, oh, this guy Dean, I hear it. But you give it six months, I walk in like, dude, we changed 2700 lives this month. Because it became part of it because it's, sw- I spoke out to the world. Yeah, war. that's cool. So, uh, yeah, and plus I write her a note every single week that's, you know, that helps too. Yeah. Maybe two a week.
1: What's been the, what's the hardest thing to, to keep it thriving? The relationship and the business. Um, Like, is there ever moments where you're like, oh, it's stressful. I got this, I got that. I have kids, I got You know, yes. travel traveling. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll just tell you, a lot. let me just tell you the last 42 hours, last 42 hours. (laughs) I I jumped on a plane, flew to Utah, did uh, two business meetings, four podcasts, but brought my daughter and my wife. um, And I wanted to do four hours of snow. So we went and played in the snow and did all this fun stuff. But then my son was home and I missed him, so we flew back to um, uh, Phoenix. So I could spend four hours with my son. I played baseball and ping pong and basketball. And then I dropped them off at his mom's and I jumped on a plane and I flew here, got here late last night, had a meeting last night, had one this morning and love being here right now. That's just the last 42 hours. And you know, but it's always like that. Right. So I didn't say that to brag because we all have busy lives. We all have a lot going on, but what drives me and kind of goes back to personal development. Sometimes the, our buddy, Randy Garn, we both know very Mm, well. always says the little things aren't the big things. The little things are everything. So for me, what keeps me going, listen, I had something today go completely sideways in one of my businesses. Like the carpet got pulled out of something I never saw coming. Just the reason I was a half hour late. I'm never yeah. late for anything in the world. Yeah. Had something go sideways today. But how do you how do you take that in yeah. and still find a way to look forward and get up early and hustle is having such a big compelling future that's always changing that it pulls you towards it. So in my business right now, I wanna make self-education the new norm. I wanna give people, the world, an alternative to the traditional education system and traditional trial and error. Mm -hmm. Tony and I both feel that same way. That's why we work so hard to create this, right? So I wake up in the morning, literally, if it's a tough day, I'm like, I'm gonna let the world down if I don't do this today, if I don't hustle. I listen, I'm 51. I feel blessed. I have the house of my life. Like You're if I wanted to bail, rent, I, ever, could, yeah. I could. I could bail today and never do another thing and be totally fine and not run out of money ever. But what would that do? Like there's no passion in that for me. Yeah. For me, it's like I want to. I want to leave a legacy. I want to change the world. So I got a couple of things for me that are n- non-negotiables. Is I get my kids half the time.
1: Half the time. Half, half the time. your
2: time. Half my time. Like yep.
1: your waking time. Right. So. So if you're cool. awake, 16 hours. No, oh, no, I mean,
2: half the time, meaning I get them half the week. So I gotcha, get, them, gotcha, I get gotcha. them three and a half days every week. I get yeah, them yeah. 15 days every month, right? So I replace quali- uh, quantity with quality. So every day they're with me at three o'clock, I'm outside their school. I don't care. There's no business deal in the world. Wow. There's no meeting, there's no podcast. There's not a billion bucks that could stop me for that. That's one. I coach every little league, coach baseball, oh. coach softball. Nothing can change that. I want to spend time with my wife and keep maturing this relationship. I love my team, I love impacting the world. Nothing else gets my
3: attention. And
2: I think about somebody taking away any of that from me and I get out of bed faster, quicker, stronger than anyone and I have more energy. Everybody's like, I just did all these podcasts. People are like, (laughs) I need so much energy. It's like, because I I know where I'm going and I stare at it and I think about it every day. Like people say, how often you gotta look at your goals? Every day. Because the world's gonna gobble you up if you don't. So that's why I have so much energy towards my businesses. Also with, my relationship. I know what it's like to go through a divorce. That sucks for everyone. I know what it's like to be in the wrong relationship. I know what it's like to not feel love and feel lonely. Like I remember years, I'm just being, I remember years of being New Year's Day. I'd watch the ball drop alone for like five years in a row. And I used to just think, man, I'd love to just find somebody I was like, I'd love with, like I want to kiss somebody on New Year's. That was the day that hit me for some reason more than any other day. You see everyone kissing. Yeah, (laughs) but it hit me like everybody and the outside world thought my life was perfect. And me, I have all these great people around me, all this money. And my heart is so lonely on Mm. the inside. So I remember that. And I know the way I feel now, my heart is completely full. Yeah. I kissed the love of my life on New Year's this year. And when I see that and I feel it, and I'm grateful to God I have it, my compelling future is to make this woman love me more every year. Wow. And that's what I just wake up and keep doing. I, I legit put energy into it I never did before. I think of ways all the time to surprise her, to make her go, like, I'm like, how can I get her to love me more? Because wow. the more I give of me, the more I get back.
1: Wow. Now, something you said there about a bigger, compelling future, is that what you mentioned it? Having a bigger, compelling future. I think there's probably 80, maybe 90% of people in general, I feel like don't have this massive or big, compelling future. They have a goal or a dream, but it's not big enough to get them out of bed every morning when they're tired and all those things, right? So there's a big group of the world that I feel like doesn't know what their big, compelling future is. And then there's a group of the world that has made it They've made a bunch of money. They've built a company. They've sold, you know, have more money than they ever thought they would make in yep. their lives, and they kind of lose that big, compelling future because it's like, well, I'm I'm not hungry anymore, yeah. you know. So how do those two types of people recreate that or rediscover? Yeah,
2: real, really great question.
1: So on the, either spectrum, you know, like the beginner or the one who's already made it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about the one who made it in a moment. The the beginner, just starting. I, I just I'm just going to get really simple on this. I. I Look at it like a beacon of light, right? What's a what's a light, a light lighthouse, right? It, it, takes, it tells the boats either where to go or where not to go, right? It's a light that the ships used to see way out and they'd know how to get to the shores of the yeah. East Coast up in Boston, those areas. That's yeah, where lighthouses yeah. first came into play, right? So I think of a lighthouse, like a beacon of light that we all need to go towards every single day. Like I need something that gets me out of bed to look at it and go, oh, that's why I'm getting up. That's why I'm working hard. But what happens is so many of us have already surpassed the goals we had when we were 19. Like, most everybody listen right now. If you went back to your 19-year-old self or 17-year-old self and said, you're going to do this and do this, you're like, no way, that's so cool. But we don't keep taking that lighthouse, that beacon of light, and moving it further out. I think I like simple visuals is, what is it if it was the best year of your life, like we all have aspirations, right? If we're sitting here a year from now, Lewis, and it's the best year of your life, I tell everybody, just start dreaming. Best year of my life looks like this, looks like that. I, my love would be on a whole nother level. My body would be here. The money I'm making, my company's thriving. You write all those down and then you stick them on this beacon of light and push it a little bit further away yeah. from you that you can't reach it. And it's got to be a little bigger than you think. So it challenges you right? Like I don't say, Hey, I'd like to create a course with Tony Robbins and help change a few people's lives. It's like, no, I want to change the the school system. I want to create a new way that people learn. I want to make it. So when people uh, go to a job interview in 10 years from now, they go, yeah, you went to college. That's great. But where'd you get your (laughs) self-education? Wow. Right. That's cool. So when I think about that and it's posted on that beacon of light, like I can't let, you know, grass grow under my feet. I got to hustle. Um, the other thing I like to to think about is and I'm digressing a little but I like to play like I'm 10 points down. I like to not say I, I won before I won the last mm-hmm. game. It's why it's so hard for championship teams to come back and win the second year. They're yeah. kind of resting on what they did the year before. It's almost like a curse except for the Patriots, right? But <laughs> but everybody else. So, so always have a compelling future, deciding what's your best life and continue to re-examine it and change it. Listen, yeah. in my twenties, when I first started making money, I was a broke kid. Didn't go to school started making money. You know what success was to me is I was able to jump on a plane on a Thursday after work, fly to South Beach, Miami, get a table and dance on a table till four o'clock in the morning and party and have fun. Like that was a compelling future to me at the time. I wanted to go back and do that because I had nothing as a kid. That is so far from exciting to me now than anything on the planet. But that compelling future has changed 20 times since then so you got to keep changing it keep analyzing it make it so it gets you out of bed and then push it a little further out yeah um and the other thing for people who um for people who've sold and i have a lot we have a lot of mutual friends that have done that sold and they kind of lost their luster it's it's forgetting And i i know this is personal growth 101 and everybody's heard it but it's forgetting that this journey is the excitement it's not the end right and everybody that cashes out realizes that So I would just look at it as the two different entrepreneurs and you should self-identify. There is an entrepreneur um, that is a lifestyle entrepreneur. It means I get to a certain amount of money, I don't need any more, I wanna golf a couple days a week, I wanna wake up at 10, I make a million a year, whatever that number is and that's all I want. Mm -hmm. The other entrepreneur is an accomplishment-based entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. That's, I climb this mountain, there's a bigger one. I wanna climb that one, I climb this, I wanna climb that one. Just figure out which one you are. And what I tell uh, a lot of my friends, if you're gonna sell your company, have a re engagement plan within six months. Right. Because I watch all of them, if they go a year, they don't even know how to get back in the game. So re engage earlier if you didn't already sold. Mm-hmm. It didn't have a game plan quickly. Yeah, you have to because you, you have all this momentum, and then it's just emptiness. It's like mm. everything goes quiet. You have a big bank account, but then you're like, "What's yeah, my what's, purpose?" What's my purpose, right? Yeah. And then what I'd say is exactly that. Like I know it's. I was here when I launched Millionaire Success Habits. I had a process in there called the Seven Levels Deep. Yeah, just good. asking yourself why you're doing anything you do. So I would just really analyze your why. Um, again, personal development 101, but find another accomplishment, even if that's giving money away. Like look at Branson, like I I got the chance to spend a lot of time with Branson. He felt that until he found charities, Virgin Unite and Space. Now he's just completely jacked out of his mind up every day. You look at Tony, Tony's whole mission right now is serving people and contributing. He's giving more money away than he ever did before. It gets him out of bed in the morning, right? So you just have to find that next biggest thing and have a reason to get out of bed.
1: Do you guys have a name for your child? We do. Is it public or no?
2: It's not. Can I tell me? No, you
1: don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. I can tell you by the uh, time this boy comes Boy or out, girl? It's a boy. Boy. Um, I haven't told anybody. His name's gonna be Luca. Oh, that's my nephew's name. Really?
2: Yeah, yeah that's okay. cool. Luca Graziosi. You're the only person we told. We wow. didn't tell our family. So wow. that's how much I love you, really. Well, <laughs> this won't come out for another
1: month, I guess. Yeah. So, um, so Luca, what a great name. Is it after? Something? No. It, just a like the name.
2: Yeah, because is so long. Yeah, we short. wanted to give a little luca, time. That's sure. a
1: good name. What, how's it spelled, do you know? l-u-c-a Okay. My my uh nephew's L U K A. Okay. After Lewis and Catherine, which oh nice sister, nice yeah hypothetical let's say you get to write a message to your a in a letter and you're never able to say this message to your son throughout his entire life Obviously, you're going, be, you're going to be able to do this, but let's just say hypothetical. You're going to live a long life. You're going to see Luca grow up and be this incredible young man and do everything he wants to do. But you'll never get to say this message to him until you're gone. Okay. And there's a letter he gets to open up. Wow. And you get to, you, someone hands it to him the yeah. day you're gone, and he gets to read a letter that you can never say these exact words, but it's everything you want to tell him. Wow. And it'll be the most important message he ever hears. What would be that message? Just, obviously I didn't prep you for this, but what would be that message that you can never tell him, but it's the most important thing that you need to tell him? And he gets to learn it the day you're gone.
2: Well, you know, I don't want to just give a candid message that comes to my heart, because if I was thinking through the eyes of my son, there's a couple of things. Part of that letter would say, um, I I shouldn't say don't listen, listen to the right people. Mm. You know, we have so many people giving us opinions and advice. I already have two children, right? 13 and 11, Brianna and Brody, and I tell both of them, be careful who you listen to, even me, mm. because, and I, I tell them, like, if you have something that's passionate and it's driving you, you have to go for it in spite of what anybody thinks, because the world is always telling us what road, what path mm. to walk on, what got, what's right and what's wrong, and, and this life, we only have one shot at it, and I meet, I, you know, I'm in a space where I get to meet thousands of people on a monthly basis. And I meet so many baby boomers or guys in their fifties or women in their 60s I'm like, God, I wanted to do this, but my mom thought, I want to do this, but my teacher said, I mm. want to do this, but my empl- yeah. like they, they, they have so many of these guidelines or, or these this feedback coming in. So I, to simplify that, I would tell him to listen to the voices inside um, and gain capabilities from people who've already done it. Yeah. I, I would tell him, I guess one of the biggest things I would say is watch the stories we end up telling ourselves. I don't know where they come from. I'm sure you have your own. Yeah. And when you decided to do this, I'm sure there was a million stories saying you can't read good, or you know, you're 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 a football player. You're not right. someone who could impact lives. Like we we all have this. Um, this is a really tough question. I don't want to just give, <laughs> I don't want to just give some canned sure, answer. Sure. I'm thinking if I was going to write to my son, I'd say, okay, I'll be back up. I would say you're always going to have two voices that live inside of you. You're going to have one to say, oh, that's risky, probably won't work. You're not smart enough. You're not big enough. You're not. You know, you don't live in the right area. You're going to have that voice that always lives inside of us, that voice of self-doubt. And you're also going to have this mm. voice that says, we got this. We can do it. We'll gain the capabilities. I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to make it work. I'll, I'll, I'll fight through it. And I'll just say it's okay to have those two voices. Mm. Just this one's got to win by a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot. The yeah. score could be 21-23 that this voice has got to win. Right. Um, so I'd say fuel the voice of, you know, that empowers you. That's good. That's a
1: good letter. I don't know. Where I don't that know is. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine your son has watched you accomplish so many things over the next 50, 100, yeah. 200 plus years. How yeah. old does he want to live? You're going to live forever. Yeah. I feel like, and he's witnessed everything you've gone through. What do you want him to say he's most proud of about you at the end of the day?
2: <sighs> Tough question, bro. This is this is great. I, I'm going to have to write all this down in my journal for my my son. I would say. Uh, one that I loved his mother, mm. because if I love his mother the right way, he'll find love like right, that. I didn't wow. have a good example, Yeah. and I didn't do so great. Wow! Um, and I worked really hard to make that right. Um, I would say that uh, that my dad knew his values and he stuck to them, mm. um, and then he never gave up. Wow! You know, I think I think if we it's so, many, it's so funny, so many people ask me, they want that definition of success. I don't know yeah. if you get that question a lot. Like, okay, yeah, all right, Louis, just tell me the one thing I can do. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's like, okay, don't hold one on. One thing, one oh, thing. Here it is, right? <laughs> um, but if I, if I could give three things to, to anybody, you, nothing ever works without hunger. If you're not hungry to learn, hungry to grow, hungry to make an impact, hungry to support your family, if, you're not, if you don't have real hunger, like I just wrote a book called The Underdog Advantage, if you don't feel like an underdog, even if you're successful, there's a lot of people gonna pass you up that are hungrier than you. Yeah. The second thing is focus. You asked me about my relationship. I said burn the boats, stay in one swimming lane. You gotta put focus on it. I know you're putting a lot of focus on this podcast. You're gonna blow it through the roof because your yeah. focus is there. Your focus is like a shotgun. You're you're doing everything good. You have a laser, man, it just grows. It's just the way it is. It's why I'm putting so much time into this partnership with Tony, because it's growing like crazy. We're impacting lives. So it's hunger, focus, and measurement. I think Mm -hmm. those three things can allow you to have a foundation for success. Like I would, I I mean, measure means you wouldn't play a football game if you weren't keeping score, of course. but you can't run a company without knowing numbers of where you were, where you want to go and measure against it. If you're losing weight, you weigh yourself, Right? So we need to measure those factors that make a relationship amazing. Mm Because if you measure, you go, wow, when I come home and I look at my phone after not seeing my wife all day, it makes her sad. I'm measuring Mm -hmm. that. No more looking at my phone when I come home. I wanna look my wife in the eyes and say, did you have a good day? Like you measure that and you adjust. You measure, again. if you're gaining weight, you measure and you change the way you're eating. You're losing the game. You measure, you change, you you start running the ball more. A lot of people don't measure their life in, the, in their marketing, in their business. It's like people will just do ads or do promotion and they're not measuring it methodically, so they don't know if it's winning or losing until they go out of business. Yeah. So hunger, focus, and measurement are the three things I always tell people. You have those three, you're, you got a great foundation. powerful,
1: yeah. And what do you think would be the thing you'd want Lisa to be most proud of you in the end of the day? To say she's most proud of what, specifically? Things that you did, said, became?
2: I was a man of my word mm. i did what i said because in today's world that's uh i don't think that's um honored as much as it should yeah as it should i mean i don't think it's respected as much as it used to be honored was such a big thing now it's like ah oh, my buddy always bs's like that or like yeah yeah i think it's lost a lot of its value and i don't think since the day i met her i don't think there's anything i've ever told her that i didn't do or <clears throat> fought to try to do right and i think that's uh that's cool. And, and I'd like her to say he, I was a great role model for our kids. Mm, yeah. I think the world needs uh, some more.
0: When you want the best, you have to act quickly ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. hel slash L-E-W-I-S.
1: So true, man. You're a great role model. You had a big year last year. 50 was huge. It was. Right? I mean, the it was like year of my life. on every level. Yeah. Personally, emotionally, physically, you're in better shape. You made more money than ever before. Like everything grew in, in a powerful way, right? True. What's the, what's the one thing that you learned that you need to still let go of from last year or years that you're letting go of moving forward this year?
2: Yeah, that, another good question. I would say that still inside of me, I'm a broke kid really yeah i was i you know but doesn't that
1: create hunger for you it
2: does it is creates there a hunger? way to be no hungry so that's a great question Can, without
1: having the brokenness inside or yeah. the or the tom brady chip on your shoulder yeah. from 20 years ago yeah of being picked in the seventh round or whatever Yeah,
2: exactly is um, it still yeah and i think there's a really uh there's a there's a great way to do it i've worked on myself on so many different mm-hmm. levels but i think deep down i still hustle like that kid that was told he couldn't that had dyslexia was in special mm-hmm. reading and I think there's, that's a really, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy to the point of getting momentum, like getting the rocket off the yeah. ground takes so much energy. So if running away from an ugly situation gets the rocket off the ground, use it. Yeah. But I think once you're out in orbit, you don't need to hit the gas so hard. <laughs> yeah. You kind of let those things go. So, so uh, how 2020, do go
1: that? what's that? How do we let go of that? story for all of us from the past, whether yeah. it's, you know, the broken kid or the broken parents or yeah, was never pretty enough or smart enough or the friend bullied me. How do we let go of that story or do we hang on to it a little bit?
2: Well, so I've done a lot of therapy.
1: Yeah. Right. So, uh, so yeah.
2: the best way, and, and I'm, for those of you who are therapists and know this better than me, I'm sorry if I screw it up. But one of the best ways I've done it and I had to go through this one. I was separating from my kids and I have to say separating from my kids. Cause that was the part that was giving me angst and anxiety. Is just going back and seeing where the fear came from. For me, when I went back, let me go back to one of the toughest things. Is I was literally having, I was having debilitating anxiety. Like I've never been, I've never right. had anxiety in my whole life. When I was, when it was finally, when it was the month before I was going to sit down with my kids and say, "We're separate. I'm leaving. We're right? I'd already leaving. been living in the separate bedroom for two years. They knew that, but now I'm leaving the house. I already got another place, Ooh. and I got to sit and look at them, and I'm having anxiety to where like it felt like I was dying. I'd like to like say I had this and I was strong and I went through (laughs) the process. Dude, I was popping Xanax twice a week. I Uh never taken aspirin. Like I haven't taken medicine now in five, four years, but I was popping Xanax twice a week and slugging it down with two glasses of wine just so I could feel okay for like two hours. I didn't know how to, and I was meditating, doing yoga, going to counseling. I was watching Wim Huff. I was doing the breathing. I was doing all of it and I'd get 20 minutes and boom, I'd be back into this panic stage. Um, For me, one of the things that I realized is all of that was from my eight-year-old self and six-year-old self when my parents went through a really bad divorce. And we were hiding from my, like, it was just weird. We, Lots of crazy stuff, right? We were literally hiding from my dad because he was going to come. And I realized that I was still feeling like that six-year-old kid who thought I was going to die, right? And the process I went through is sitting with my six-year-old self, and Whoa. I know that's probably therapy 101, yeah, yeah. it wasn't to me, I never heard of this before, but uh, I was with Dr. Amen, Daniel mm-hmm. Amen, he made me find that six year old version of myself. He said, think of a place you like. I thought of a stream that I used to fish at by myself. Mm. And it was my little sanctuary. I would come home from school. When there was chaos going on in my house, I would grab my fishing pole. I'd walk, you grew up in Ohio. You know yeah, how quick yeah, you yeah. go to any stream, any of pond's course. got fish. Some crawdads. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Some crawd <laughs> I'd go down and hide and I'd fish all by myself. Mm. And it was my peaceful moment. So now I'm sitting in that stream with my six year old. I pictured, a, I remember a jean jacket I had when I was probably eight, but I pictured this jean jacket I had on. And I had a conversation with that eight-year-old six-year-old version of myself. I said, "Hey, you got to stop worrying. We're good. All the things you, I got goosebumps talking about. It. I said, all the things you were worried about, all the things you were afraid of, none of them happened. Your life turned out amazing. You're in the you're wow. you know in a great relationship. You have two incredible kids. You're impacting the world. You got to let it go because I promise you, you're safe. And then Dr. Amon's taken me through this, and I literally hugged my eight-year-old. He yeah. says, hug him and tell him he's okay. And he's like, say it out loud. And I'm saying, and I'm not crying i'm like like sobbing like 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 the 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 hardest cry of my entire life i'm hugging this younger version of myself and saying we got this we're okay you're not gonna die you don't have to be afraid and uh it really got to my heart and it was it was part of the healing process and i think it's the same thing with everything like i have to go back and say you know the 17 year old kid when all my friends went off to college and i knew i wasn't and i was going to take my dad's business and my dad's business went out and I'm like stuck with nothing and I'm living off credit cards, I still feel that some days and that's why I hustle like I'm broke. Yeah. Like you ever watch, you know how I work. You work your ass off, man. And everybody's <laughs> like, everybody, they must wonder like, does he date too? It's like, no, I want to, yeah. right? But I think, I think I need to spend time now that you said it, I need to spend time and go back to that 17 year old mm-hmm. kid and say, hey man, you're just fine, yeah. right? And you go through that process, I gotta hug him out. Right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the process. I mean, that was wow. a process that worked for me.
1: Yeah, and then hug the uh, the 46 year old version of yourself going through the divorce yeah, exactly. and hug him out and yeah. say, it's gonna be fine. You're gonna look what you're gonna create yeah. after you, you separate and get through the divorce. You know, yeah. I've
2: said this to you before, maybe even on the last mm-hmm. podcast we did, but there was zero doubt in my mind that something I wish I learned earlier. And again, this is something I put in a letter to my kid, to to Luca or to any of my children, is our next level always lives on that thing that we're afraid of the most. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we're allowed to get to our next level until we face it. I mean, look at you just did an amazing trip. Fearful stuff that was little, but look at the breakthroughs you had in that little piece of just cold water. Huge. I look at so many things that I avoided for years. I mean, even in my last relationship, I woke up for, seven years straight every morning and the first thing i think about is like when am i going to end this oh
1: my god i know that feeling and horrible it's a
2: horrible feeling but and (laughs) but then that even though i still did massive had massive success in my life massive gains ran my company that was still like a weight on my shoulders why do you think i had such a good year last year if you if you had a look at from the outside you know me for about six years now what do you think one of the reasons i had a great year
1: i think you were i mean, in relationship. You, yeah. know, you were in the right relationship and you were excited about the relationship and you were in integrity with yourself in the relationship.
2: Exactly. And so there's no
1: weight. You're in complete freedom because you have everything you need with that.
2: I, I, I was hoping you said that because I'm yeah. just in complete alignment. Yeah. Like there was a part of me that was a fraud. Right. Even though the world didn't know, I knew it. Right? So all of a sudden when you're in complete alignment, like the weight, you didn't realize you were carrying around 200 pounds on your back, yeah, right? You wake up and you think about gratitude and where you can go and your compelling future. So I think it just all ties together. And, and the other thing too, I know Bill Gates says it and Tony Robbins says it, a lot of people say it, it's been around for a long time, but we all overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in five or 10. Mm-hmm. And the next five years is gonna go by like that, Gone. no matter what, right? My last five years like that. So no matter where you are, you might say, well, Dean, now you're 51. You went through all that stuff. You got money. You got it. But it all has to start at one moment. Like this, this podcast, I enjoy being with you so much, man. And, I, and there, there's, I'm trying to get a lot out in a short period of time. But if, if you just take what serves you and throw the rest away, if you took anything from this podcast today, um, just know that we have to start someplace. And if you're in a rough spot, just decide to start today. Just like, there's always a line in the sand where you could say enough is enough. Like Mm -hmm. say yes to something you've been wanting to say yes to for a long time. Say no to something you've been dragging your feet on because I know with me, my life was stuck for seven years, stuck. My income was stuck. My, who I was as a parent, who I was as an example, who I was as a role model. I mean, what kind of role model would I have been if I stayed in that old relationship? I'm not advocating divorce, but for Mm -hmm. me, it wasn't the right right relationship i was living in a separate room i was seeing other people on the side and my ex knew it like we had this thing and it was so like ah and finally when i just looked at it and said no there's no more excuses i gotta face this pain now it was crippling until it just stopped and then it was over and then there was the next level of me and you know and now now that i face that nothing seems scary
1: yeah you know I love this stuff. This stuff I love to talk about. Um, we've got a few minutes left, but I want to talk about financial freedom. Because okay. I, I know that financial freedom isn't the solution to happiness, but it sure as hell is a solution to a lot of things.
2: It sure is.
1: It may not be the, the solution to your fulfillment, but it's yep. a, it can be the solution to a lot of Suffering in the physical world.
2: Yeah, it sure can.
1: And I think, and you know, a lot of rich people that are extremely happy and fulfilled. And you know, probably a lot of rich people that aren't happy and fulfilled yeah. based on their values and integrity and their mission and what they're doing. Um, it's not, it's not everything, but it's, it's a big thing. Yeah. And I think when you lack the financial freedom, you lack choices in your life. You lack the ability to do certain things, get Spot rid of on. certain problems. Um, you're, you're more of a, you have to commit to certain things you don't want to commit to all those things. You have to give up time in a certain way. So again, it's not the only thing. It's not everything, but it's pretty close to yeah. necessary for us to be able to have certain freedoms in our life. When we, when we maximize this, for the last three years, I had a mastermind that brought me a lot of financial freedom, but it also allowed me to impact a community of people on a massive way.
2: I've and, been to one of was amazing. Yeah,
1: And you were an amazing teacher at it. And they were able to impact their audiences in a big way as well. So through impacting a smaller group.
2: Yeah, exponential
1: impact. (laughs) Made exponential impact and amazing income as well. You've got mastermind.com. A year ago, you launched this program with Tony Robbins that blew up the world. One of the biggest launches in the world because, not because it was you two only, yes, because both of you have this, you know, 60 years of experience together, but because it's such a, it's not easy, but it's a simple solution mm-hmm. to teaching people what you already know, like you said, um, teaching hair extensions, if you're yeah. uh, a hairstylist, to a group at a high price as opposed to doing one-on-one trading for your time. Yep. It's, there's so many people out there that are doing masterminds now that are changing their financial freedom and at least bringing in a, a big chunk of change yep. and impacting people in an ex- exponential way. Can you share? What this is all about, how we can get involved, and why, who masterminds are for, and who it's absolutely not for.
2: Yeah, really great question. And and I know we're all over the place today, and I love talking about this. It's just, it's hard to get it all out in a short period of time, especially you and I haven't seen each other. I want to catch up. But first off, on money, here's the best way to look at money. The reason I drove so hard to make money in my life is because of my mother and my father. They both Mm -hmm. worked their Tails off for lack of a better word like worked so hard my mom and dad split when I was three my dad didn't help out My mom had three jobs came home at seven o'clock at night Her back Mm. hurt her feet hurt crappy jobs like sweeping the floor and cleaning houses and cutting hair like miscellaneous stuff, right? so I learned in an early age that hard work didn't equate to income now since they worked so hard on that, they had no time for anything else. They didn't work on their health. They didn't work on relationships. There mm-hmm. were nine marriages between them because wow. they never had the chance to work on themselves. Hustle, 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 pay the bills. And we got evicted. I lived in a trailer park. We got evicted from a trailer park. Like, So I realized at a young age that money might not make you happy, but it allows you freedom to work on you. And I saw that. So my first desire was to get my mom retired. That's what, mm-hmm. That was my rocket ship. Yeah. And in my 20s, I retired mm-hmm. my mom. But not until I got to a point where money wasn't an issue, that's when I started working on me. Mm. That's when I looked inside and said, what are the beliefs I had? What are, how do I work on my personal growth? So the one thing I could say about money is, get it out of the way so you can find out who you truly meant to be. Because mm. if not, it's like, and it's the last thing I'll say, and I'll tell you what Tony and I are doing, if I said to you, have you thought about the oxygen in this room since we've been here? No. No, but if I put my hand on your throat and closed your windpipe, it'd be the only thing you think about. Right. The problem when you don't have enough money in your life, it consumes so much of your thinking. You can't create the perfect relationship, the perfect <laughs> body, eat right, have a health coach. Those things don't happen. So for me- you're in I survival want, mode. You're in survival mode and it becomes this obsession. And since you have lack of it, you feel bad, you hate it, despise it and want it all at the same time. <laughs> it's like this crazy nonsense. Here's Man. the thing. Make more money, give it all away after you get the lifestyle you want, if you want to, but see the freedom it gives you to become a better version of you. Simple as that, and that's the way I frame it and keep Mm -hmm. going. Uh, What Tony and I did, it's because self-education made such an impact on our lives, right? Both of us took that path. He learned from Jim Rohn, I learned from him. We went down this path, and now we came together after all these years because Self-education is becoming the new norm. It's not just, it's not a thing. More people are becoming, uh, joining masterminds and learning from other people more than ever before in history. Courses, podcasts. Yeah, they're opting out of college or or not going to college or people not going back to college and they're deciding, who can I learn? I'd rather learn from the professional doing it than the professional teacher in a classroom who's teaching it, right? And people, you know, I mean, if you're listening or watching, you know, everybody, you know, someone that's in a mastermind in a group and their life is changing. Mm-hmm. Just like when I went to your group, all those lives changing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So we got together and said, if this is becoming the new norm, Forbes said it's heading to a billion dollars a day. It's at 455. Self-education. self-education. It's at 455 million. It's going to a billion a day. Wow. And we just decided if this is going to be the new norm, who better than Tony and I? We have so much experience, 60 years uh, between us to create the blueprint on how to extract what you know and share it with others to impact their lives and get paid to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, if I was just at Rachel Hollis's event and an event after, but I always ask this on stage when I when I go on now, I said, if you had two choices at the end of your life, you can make a massive amount of impact or a massive amount of money, which one would you choose? I say money, no one raises their hand ever, I say impact everybody. And I say, leave your hand up if you'd like to do both and everybody cheers. Yeah. But that's really what this industry allows you to do because Whatever it is you know, if you have a year in something, two years, five years, 10 years, there's somebody today starting out at day one, and they can either learn through their own trial and error, they can go down the traditional education path that's not serving people, or you can extract what you know, and share it in a Zoom training, or an in-person workshop, or a community, or a group. They pay you higher money because they they say, I could take 10 years to learn it, or spend a weekend with Lewis. Which one's more economical? And this is what's happening all over the world. Uh, Tony and I launched a course, the blueprint on how to do it. Uh, we're in 80 countries, 24,000 people strong. Crazy. Every niche you could possibly imagine. We have a Facebook group with 22,000 people, 167,000 messages a month. Wow. We're, we just passed our 1100 video of people sending and changing their lives because they're like, oh my God, people need what I'm good at. Because what we did is we realized pe- most people are unconscious competence. Like they're good at something, just don't know how. So we created a process to extract it. And then once you realize, oh man, I am good at that. And then how to identify someone who needs it. Mm. We use social media instead of social media using you and get people to say, hell yes, I want to pay you for that to go faster. and it's. It's become, uh, it's really become a movement.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And we've got, you've got a free training coming out too, We right? do,
2: we do. We're doing it once a year. Okay. So February 27th, we're going live again. Last time we had over 200,000 people show It was crazy. Up. I
1: remember the power of this It thing. was
2: unbelievable. And I think, I think this year will be even greater. Okay. Um, and I think what's, we, what's going to be on this? Uh, we created a link for you. Yeah. So don't be afraid. I think it's yeah. greatnesslink.com. Yeah. If you go to greatnesslink.com, you can see it, check it out. Uh, reserve a spot and get there but what we're going to do is show people the blueprint of if you have a skill a hobby a passion an expertise or even if you went through an experience and you're on the other side Mm -hmm. there's people out there dying for that knowledge so we show people how to extract that knowledge and again how to identify the perfect person that wants it how to market to them, and how to run an event to train them. Mm. Whether that event is a half hour uh, Zoom, or a half a day Zoom call, or a two day in person event. Because yeah. here's the thing, the knowledge industry is lots of things. It's podcasts, it's books, it's courses, it's coaching, Workshops, all that's amazing. Yeah. I've done all of them, I'm a multiple New York Times bestselling author, but Tony and I want to say, like, how do we create a way to get the impact faster? A book's a bitch, lack <laughs> of a lot. better that's word. Hard. Every year and a half I write one, and it's like, oh, it's painstaking. It's awesome, and I think everybody should. But it's not the quickest way to make impact and mm. profits because it might take a year and a half. And the truth is, most people don't sell more than a thousand books. Ninety-five percent of all books in Barnes and Noble don't sell over a thousand copies. Yeah. Same kind of thing with a course. And you might buy the book, but not get through the finish. Exactly it, right? right. You're not impacting the lives in the depth that ima- you know when people in your mastermind they're sitting there and you, like they're they're implementing as they're in the room. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: They're taking action. And you said, you know, I think you said this: people don't pay attention unless. To what and they, they pay. pay, for. right? Yeah. You pay attention to what you pay for. Yeah, exactly. And the more you pay for, you usually pay more My attention. most
2: successful students, the ones that pay the most, because right. they paid for it, they're going to pull it out. So right, right. books are amazing, but it's not that easy. Coaching's amazing, but it's more of a one on one. Like I know mm-hmm. a lot of trainers, they make a hundred bucks an hour, but still, every hour is a hundred bucks. Yeah right? It's not exponential. Mm -hmm. And courses are amazing, but you still have to have a company and and do that right. So we said, how about we just teach people to extract what they know and run a mastermind or do an online training. Mm -hmm. And it's been magical and it's happening faster and quicker than we ever could have imagined.
1: For me, masterminds uh, as a student have been the most powerful investment of my time is it's not only learning from the coach or the teachers that are teaching you, it's the relationships you meet in the mastermind that are typically more profitable than sometimes the always. stuff you learn. It's the people you meet. I remember the first mastermind I attended about 10 years ago. I had made a half a million dollars the entire year before I went to a mastermind cause I was got top 10 in a contest with uh, Ryan Dice. And we got into this mastermind to be a part of this. And I met five relationships that weekend and we made a quarter million dollars that next month. Wow! So from one year, half a million to a quarter million the next month from those five relationships by partnering with them on some different things, that was a game changer for me me, where I said, I need to be a part of masterminds. I need to join more. I need to find, you need to make sure you find the right ones because you can join the wrong ones. So make sure you find the right ones. So it was huge for me as a business owner and entrepreneur to be a part of them, but it was also huge to start one. It put me on a whole different level of credibility. It was... Pretty much the easiest sale, yeah. you know. Once you get to that level, it's easy to sell at a high ticket when you have the process that you guys give because you give the whole process, yep. and it's some of the most fun when you create a, when you create a mastermind. So you guys create the whole process; you have everything there. You're going to be teaching some great stuff on the yeah. Work, because on the training. It,
2: listen, think of anything successful, and I love that st-
1: Range Rover Sport leads
0: by example. Picture this.
3: Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more
2: worry about masterminds because they have changed my life it's moved the needle more than any other thing hands down it's my unfair advantage i started off saying that right so we want the world to listen if you die someday with knowledge in your head you should feel guilty and that's what we want to make it let's extract what you know impact others get paid do it over again right but i think what made this magical listen there's a lot of courses there's a lot of trainings Mm -hmm. but because we have 60 years because tony's been doing this even 20 years longer than me it has the three magical components. The first is the mindset. There's yeah. not many people better on the planet than Tony Robbins when it comes He's to amazing. getting your mindset right. You go to Date With Destiny, greatest event in the history of the world. It'll, it'll go down for 100 years, people talk with it. His for, The first part of the course puts you in a mindset where you are yeah. vibrating, you are unstoppable, and this year we put another three hours in of wow. Tony. Brand new, just unique for this course, right? It's not repurposed. We shot it just for this course. So your mindset, you're like, I could break through rock right now, right? But then after that, and you, you, need, get, that you need that you go for the because with yeah, yeah. well, the wrong mindset, nothing works, right? Yeah. So you get the mindset, then the middle part of the tactics. How do you? in a methodical way, extract what you know. So you build up your confidence, say, this is what I'm good at. Then you build an agenda. Then you use our tools that we've discovered through our masterminds and you build your training. You go, Holy crap. This is what I'm good at. This is my training. And then I go deep. I don't think there's many people better than me at marketing. And I give the whole process on how to use social media to, they've already done all the work to find your perfect clientele. Now you just go in and say, Lewis fits, Diane fits, Denise fits, and attract the exact person who needs what you're good at. And then how to run it so now we have the mindset and the tactics Mm -hmm. but then we went one step further and we built the implementation tool Mm. we spent a million bucks now on the software so you get fired up you learn how to do it (laughs) and then you go over in the software and you build it yeah so it's like i'm fired up okay here's how to do it here's my page hit submit it's all of a sudden now it's up online right so that magical three and i've had a lot of courses that gave me the mindset fired up didn't know what to do a lot of mindset with the tactics, but then like, well, where do I get Kajabi or do I get ClickFunnels right, right. or uh, I'll do it later and then you never do it. Yeah, it's too,
1: many, too much.
2: So we're gonna show wow. how these three together really wow. allow you to jump in this industry. Listen, it's heading to a billion dollars a day and it's one yeah. of those things, it's like when you watch people surf, like right now is the time the waves crested, you could be in front of it and let that yeah. wave push you or you know, it's like when you miss a wave and try to catch it, like this is the time. I this think is that's, this is it.
1: And it's never easier uh, than it is right now I agree. to launch it, to create it. And people want this information. They're, yeah, you don't have to beg them. They're looking for it. People are, people are reaching out to uh, me all the time and saying, when are you going to recreate your mastermind? When are you going to open it up again? They want people who have the information, they want to learn from those people to replicate it faster with speed. And people are excited more than ever to invest in self-education than in traditional education. Yes. And that's why you got to jump in on this. Uh, Check out greatnesslink.com. You can just learn more about it. You can sign up for the webinar. It's going to be amazing. Yeah,
2: and it's live. Like, legit, last year we had 400,000 people sign up. Crazy. 200,000 people showed up. And then, like, two days later, our email, I mean, literally we had to bring in 20 extra attempts <laughs> in customer service. And a lot of us, wow. was, I missed it. When are you going live again? Wow. It's like, we're going live again in a year. Right. Like, sorry, you missed it. Yeah. So if anything I shared today resonates, if you like watching Tony, if you like watching me, if, if you, if you trust Lewis, um, Go to greatnesslink.com, yeah, check out the details, put it in your phone, show up live. It's going to be pretty, pretty phenomenal. Steve, I appreciate it, man. Dude, do the best. Uh, this is Keep up
1: interview. the good work. I love when you share vulnerably and raw and real. So thank you. You catch for me off guard. Up. So I like it. I like it. Um, thank you for everything, man. Appreciate How you. you. It, Thanks for being here. My friend, thank you so much for being
0: here. If you enjoyed this episode, if you felt it was impactful, it helped you, you learned something then let me know. Tag me on Instagram at Lewis Howes and at Dean Graziosi and let us know. Share this with your friends. lewishousecom slash 917. You know, the, the fear and the insecurity and the pressure we feel from not being financially free really holds us back from our dreams and our joy. Don't let this rob you of your joy. Make sure you take action on this information and start implementing it into your life and in your business today. Your career, your career, your lifestyle. Once you get a handle on this mindset, you can become less of a prisoner to money. And I'm a big fan of Dean and everything that he does. And also he and Tony Robbins have partnered up to create an incredible training program for you where you can truly learn how to extract a skill, expertise, or passion you have and get a flood of people excited to pay you for it. If you want to learn these skills and this knowledge, go to this link right now, greatness, link.com go there right now greatness l-i-n-k and you can sign up for a free training from both of them that will teach you how to do this and also why writing a book or creating a course or being a consultant is not the fastest way to impact and profits again go to that link greatnesslink.com right now and sign up to get the free training from dean and tony robbins if you enjoyed this Please subscribe to the School of Greatness because every week we're bringing you top-notch experts, leaders, icons, athletes, world changers to help you take your life to the next level. That's what this is all about, finding greatness in yourself. I love this quote from Tony Robbins. You either master money or on some level, money masters you. Now, have you mastered money yet or is it mastering you right now? If it's mastering you, then you got to do some changes in your life so that it doesn't. And Nelson Mandela said, money won't create success. The freedom to make it will. Again, I hope you enjoyed this. Know that you matter and that you're worthy of making money that will set you free financially. That's what this is all about. If you want to inspire and encourage others, if you want to be a hero and a champion to someone else in your life, then send them this link, lewishouse.com slash 917. I love you so very much. Your dreams matter because you matter you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.
3: While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today for generations to come, because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends.